Today's episode is sponsored by the Rising Tide Mastermind. The Rising Tide Mastermind is where people just like you get together every week to help each other with issues. Let's face it, issues are hard, so why start from square one when somebody can tell you what they've done with a similar issue? If this sounds like something that's interesting to you, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind to see if the Rising Tide Mastermind is right for you. Welcome to the Scaling Up H2O podcast, the podcast where we scale up our knowledge so we don't scale up our systems. I'm Trace Blackmore, the host of the Scaling Up H2O podcast. And Nation, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Oh my gosh, we have just almost finished up 2023 and we are getting ready to welcome 2024. Where did the year go? Oh my goodness, how does that happen? It seemed like last year went by quickly and each and every year even more quickly. The good thing is it looks like we are learning how to not only live through a pandemic, but learn past a pandemic and things are getting back to normal. We are uh, all going to conventions again. We're getting to see each other. We're, we've learned some things, of course, from surviving the pandemic a couple of years ago. But it looks like things are getting back to normal, and thank goodness for that. Well, Nation, this episode is kind of special. This is where I'm just going to do a year in review. It's just going to be you. It's just going to be me. And we're going to talk about all the things that have happened this year, some things that uh, I have done this year. I'm going to give you the Scaling Up H2O and Trace Blackmore report card, because I think it's important that we hold each other accountable. And I am always trying to do new things and learn new things and have new experiences throughout the year. And I have had lots of those throughout this year. And a lot of them you've experienced with me on this very podcast. So I thought we would just take this episode and go down recognition slash memory lane for 2023. And I want to start off with going all the way back to 2018 when Mike Standish, who of Radical Polymers, came up to me on the trade room floor. Is that what we call it? The showroom floor, the trade show, where all the, where all the exhibitors are, whatever we call that. And Mike said that the number one thing that was being talked about was the Scaling Up H2O podcast. And had I ever thought about allowing people to sponsor and help us with our mission? And I basically told Mike that I was worried that that might lessen the quality of the show. And Mike very quickly allowed me to look at a different perspective that so many people were getting enjoyment out of this show and so many people wanted to help it be more than what it was currently. And he was one of those people. And he said, look at potential sponsors for getting you to the next level, getting the show to the next level, maybe getting the show to the listener that hasn't heard it yet. And Mike, I sure appreciate that because I heard that loud and clear. 
I actually did a poll with the Scaling Up Nation. If you listened to the show back then, you might remember I had you vote on what you thought about that. And it was overwhelming that uh, the nation pretty much said, hey, no margin, no mission. If you run out of money and can't host this show, we don't have a show. So um, obviously, we've got to pay for all the tools and people that help us with this show. And uh, having sponsors definitely help that. So I want to personally thank all of the sponsors that have helped us with the Scaling Up H2O podcast. We are far better because of your support. And I know there are lots of people out there that are considering sponsoring. And I will say that this show isn't right for everybody to sponsor. My rules are it's got to be something that I've personally used or something that I see that can help the lives of the members of the Scaling Up Nation. And if it fits one or both of those categories, then we by all means want to create a partnership. Uh, I will say we've had some people that have asked to sponsor and they didn't fit those categories. And that's okay. There's a podcast for them out there. So if you know somebody or if there's somebody out there that does want more information, let us know. We're happy to get you information on the sponsorship. But I just want to take a moment and thank all of the sponsors out there that help us pay the bills here around the Scaling Up H2O podcast. We, of course, want to make sure that this is always a free resource to raise the bar in the water treatment industry, and all of our sponsors help us do that each and every week. Somebody else I wanted to thank is somebody that you hear each and every week on the Scaling Up H2O podcast, and that, of course, is James McDonald. And James McDonald, of course, he brings us Detective H2O. We get to hear those each and every industrial water week. He was the one that originally brought us water week. He was the one that filed the paperwork to make that an official holiday. Of course, that's the first full week in October each and every year. James was the one that started that, and it has just become such a great holiday that we get to celebrate this awesome career that all of us share within the Scaling Up Nation. And of course, James is the one that has been bringing us weekly installments to all of his challenges that he gives us so we can become better in what we do in our day-to-day. And of course, this year, James was doing his periodic water table with James, and that was 52 chemistries allowing us to research things that we use every day in our job, but maybe we haven't thought about the specific chemistries. Maybe we haven't thought about it in the way that James posed the question. So he presented questions for us to go out and answer And so many people have really enjoyed that. So many people have stayed up to date with that and learned each and every week. So James, you put in a lot of work on the Scaling Up H2O podcast. I will say that this podcast is a lot more fun with all of the things that you add to it. And Nation, I've shared this before, but when I was thinking about doing a podcast, James was one of the first people that I called. And he didn't even hear me all the way through. He just said, hey, you got to do it. This sounds awesome. You got to do it. So James, you have always been my number one cheerleader out there. So from the Scaling Up Nation, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all that you do. And you might be wondering, what is James doing this year? Well, let's find out together. 
the next James's challenge as we grow as an industrial water treatment professional. Welcome to Thinking on Water with James. Hello and welcome to the Periodic Water Table with James. So what's next for the weekly series with James? What will we explore, think about, imagine, and learn together in 2024? <laughs> You'll just have to wait and see, drop by drop. Well, it looks like James is going to keep us in suspense. We're going to have to tune in next week to find out what his new installments are going to be. But I'm sure they are going to make us a better water treater each and every week. Nation, when I first started this podcast, I used to always watch what our ratings were and how many downloads we got per episode and where they were being downloaded and when they were being downloaded. And it became a slight obsession in the beginning. Oh my gosh, they didn't like this episode. Oh, they did like this episode. What did they like about this one and not like about that one? And I remember I was trying to learn everything I could from the metrics and then finally, I just realized that I needed to make sure that we put a quality show out there on a consistent basis and made sure that we were always trustworthy, we were always informative, and it looked like that was the magic formula. And I stopped looking at all of the ratings because you really can drive yourself crazy with all of that. I assure you my staff does look at the ratings and they are always looking at what I was trying to do in the beginning. They do it a lot more scientifically. I think I had more emotion involved in it, which is why I get their reports instead of looking at them myself. And we'll look and see what we can do better. But one of the things we look at is how many downloads that we get. And uh, we are well over 10,000 downloads. And we are in, I believe, 96 countries. So our top downloads are, of course, in the United States. But then we are followed by Australia, the United Kingdom, Canada, Vietnam, then New Zealand, then Ireland, South America, the Netherlands, and Mexico. And like I said, there's 96 countries out there. And I just think that that is fantastic. I remember when I started this podcast in April of 2017, and I remember thinking, is anybody going to listen to this? Am I doing this for any real purpose? And of course, I wanted to raise the water treatment industry and raise that bar one water treater at a time. But was anybody going to listen to me? And that is just really cool to see. So thank you, everybody out there in the Scaling Up Nation. And I know you are probably wondering, what are some of the top shows of this year? Since you're saying you look at this information, or actually I revealed I don't look at this information, but the great staff here at Scaling Up H2O keeps track of all of this. So here we go. Here are some of the most popular shows that we have had this year. Of course, uh, we broke episode 300 this year, and episode 300 and 301 were from our friend Chris Yee, and Chris Yee talked all about best multi-generational workforce strategies. That was part one and two, uh, so that was our number five rated episode. 
Our number four episode was episode 321, Dr. Alberto Camazzi, our Legionella friend. That episode comes in at ranks number four. The number three rated highest download episode was episode 320. That was Dr. Janet Stout talking about new insights and updates into Legionella and all things infectious disease. That came in number three. Number two was 336. That was uh, Dr. Uh, Swati Sharma. And she was talking about all things wastewater in the paper that she wrote. So here you go, the top-rated episode, the number one downloaded episode of 2023 is episode 319. That was with yours truly, and that was where we were kicking off Legionella Month. So this was in the beginning of August this year. And I just went to the Scaling Up mailbag and I answered all of the different questions about Legionella. So look at that. One, two, three shows are all dealing with Legionella. There's no doubt about it. The Scaling Up Nation loves Legionella. And there you have it. The top five shows of 2023. You know, speaking of top-rated shows, this humbles me every time I look at this, but out of 3,227,600 podcasts, that's how many podcasts they are ranking globally, we come in in the top 3%. How cool is that? So they look at things with uh, the popularity of the show how often people download it, how consistent the episode is in getting out. And we, of course, bring you a brand new episode each and every Friday. So out of over 3.2 million podcasts in the world, we come in at 3% of the most popular and celebrated shows out there. That is just amazing to me. So thank you for everybody that allows that to happen. And how do you allow that to happen? Well, you listen to it, you share it, you let people know that there is a podcast out here for industrial water treaters, and you leave a comment and you rate us on your podcast player. Whatever podcast player that is, I can't tell you how much that helps us in the world of podcasting. It allows us to find more people because it raises our searchability. So there you go. There's uh, some information about the show. And we're going to do another Legionella month, of course, this coming August. So if you have some ideas or possibly some guests for that, you can be sure to go to scalinguph2o.com, go over to our show ideas page, and get all that information over to us so we can go ahead and start booking what we need to do for August of next year. A lot of people have not gone over to our Legionella resources page. So that's scalinguph2o.com forward slash Legionella. And this is so cool. We have interviewed so many people about Legionella. We have been given so many references, so many sources. The great team here at Scaling Up H2O 
And I say team, I'm going to go ahead and give you their names. You've heard them before. So we have Margie Davin and Corinne Drury, and they make sure that we get the best of any podcast out there each and every week. And they're doing things for you, like putting together all the different resources that we've combined for Legionella, that we've gathered for Legionella, and put it on scalinguph2o.com forward slash Legionella so you can educate yourself on all things Legionella. So how cool is that? We've got such a great team. And of course, at the end of the year where we're celebrating things, we are definitely going to celebrate Margie and Corinne. Thank you both for all that you do. And of course, since we are talking about the best team in the whole podcast world, I want to make sure that we talk about our audio engineer, Sean Dooley. Sean makes me seem halfway intelligent each and every episode. You know that is magic editing if he is able to do that. Sean just does an amazing job with making sure that our sound is consistent. Uh, it sounds great. And we get a lot of compliments on how good our sound quality is. In fact, when we get a guest that is having problems with their connection, we normally get some complaints because the Scaling Up Nation is so used to the high quality that you hear on my microphone and all the things that we do when they don't quite hit the mark because they had a connection issue or something along those lines. Normally, we hear about it. Trust me, we know about it way before you know about it. And if we could fix it, we definitely would. And nine times out of 10, Sean is able to work his magic and make it sound just great. And for those of you that have not been a guest on the Scaling Up H2O podcast, and there are quite a few out there, you probably don't know all the things that happen in order for us to make sure our guests are comfortable and well-informed to come on the Scaling Up H2O podcast. So we send them out instructions. We even recommend that they get a particular type of microphone so they can sound their best. And some people do and some people don't. And sometimes that creates an issue with some audio quality. But I really think those episodes are very few and far between. So there you go. The great staff at Scaling Up H2O, they make such a great podcast each and every week. And I definitely could not do it without all of them. Several of you already know about this, but we have launched the Scaling Up H2O Academy. And the Scaling Up H2O Academy is all about how do we raise the bar in the water treatment industry, one water treater at a time. And one of the things that we started with was how do we get people confidence in sitting for the exam to take their certified water technologist examination? It is my belief that when we started this, there are so many people out there that are ready to take that exam and would do very well on it, but they didn't have the confidence to let people know, hey, I'm signing up for this test. Exam, if Angela Pike's listening from AWT, she doesn't like it when I call it a test. It is an exam. Sorry, Angela, forgive me for that. So with all of that, we knew that if we could give people just a little boost of confidence, they were going to be able to not only take the exam, but pass the exam. So last year, early this year, excuse me, not last year yet, 
we released the CWT practice course, and there's two different versions of this, and you can find both of them by going to scalinguph2o.com forward slash CWT prep, and there's a free version and there's a paid for version. Now, the free version is me working through the handbook that you get to learn everything you need to know about your certified water technologist journey. From sitting to take the exam all the way up to renewal, I work through that book for you. And that is 100% free because I want to give you the confidence to do something towards your certified water technologist designation. Hopefully, after you see some of the things that we do in the free section, you will then invest in yourself and sign up for the paid for section. And that is me running through a 100 question fake exam that uh, we're trying to see what you're not knowledge base is on all sorts of things that they could test you for with the certified water technologist examination. So you get to see how you do. Then if you need to see how I got a different answer than you did, I have a video for each one of those questions where you can see me work through each one of those questions. There's some math on there. There is some logic on there. There is just some go look at the references and, and reference the references and find your answer. So I show you all of those things to get you in the right mindset and the right habits to go take the CWT exam. And then you get to take that exam all over again at the very end. And most people do tremendously better at the very end. Now, say there's a question there that you just don't know a lot about. Well, we've got resources on the screen where you can go learn more about, say, water softeners or maybe phosphate programs or whatever that question is asking for just to help you study. Now, the CWT, it's a unique exam every time that you take it. So there's no way that I can prep you for the actual exam. But what we've been able to do is give people confidence so they know where they stand, they know what they need to study, and we have had a lot of people come back and say that it gave them the little push that they needed to sign up for that examination. And I have been able to shake so many hands at this year's AWT convention that they said they took the course and they were able to pass the exam. Now, they were giving me credit for helping them pass the exam. That is not my credit at all. I might have given them a little bit of support and a little nudge to go do something, but everybody out there that has earned that certification, that is 100% you. So if this sounds like something you want to do next year, and I hope everybody that listens to this podcast that's in the same type of industrial water treatment that I'm in at some point in time plans to get their certified water technologist designation. You've got to be in the industry for five years, depending on if you have a certain degree and different experience, you can actually shave some time off of that. I actually go through all of that within the free portion that I mentioned earlier on that free course. So all that's waiting for you. Once again, that's scalinguph2o.com forward slash CWT prep. But I'm giving thanks during this episode, and I want to thank all the people that signed up 
took their CWT and received their CWT this year. That is something that really helps our industry. That makes sure that you are upholding the highest standards. You are making sure that you have the highest designation in this industry. And when people hear that you have that designation, hopefully they are inspired to go get their designation. And let me tell you, when more people get their CWT, Customers are going to start to demand it, and when people don't have their CWT, they're going to have to go get it because customers realize what a valuable designation that is. Right now, we have the luxury of getting it whenever we want. I hope you want to get it sooner rather than later because it is coming to a customer demand near you. Mark my words. Scout Nation, another thing, another feature that we have that keeps getting better and better is our events section for professional water treaters. And you can get to that by going to scalinguph2o.com forward slash events. Now, we've always had something on the page for events over the years, but let me tell you, it has changed dramatically. This is everything that you could ever think of within the industrial water community. And if you see something that should be on there that's not, let us know and we'll get that on there. It is amazing all the things that the team here at Scaling Up H2O correlate for the Scaling Up Nation. And that is one of those things. They make sure that they know what events are coming up. Of course, I list a couple each and every podcast. But let me tell you, that is nothing compared to all the events that are on the events page. Again, you can get to that by going to scalinguph2o.com and going over to our events section or just doing scalinguph2o.com forward slash events. And thank you for all the people in the Scaling Up Nation that helped us get that entire database. It's allowing us to uh, support a lot of these communities that are needing some help after covid And there are so many associations out there that people just aren't aware of. And now that you are, there might be something in your backyard that you are able to attend and network and just get a whole different elevation of your career. And how do you know about it? You go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash events. So those are some things going on with the podcast. And I just think it's amazing all of the accolades that we have, all the amazing people that are getting the podcast out each and every week. Of course, all the amazing guests, the fact that we're over 300 episodes, the fact that so many people download us every week, the fact that we're in 3% of all the podcasts, which is 3.2 million It just does not get any better than that. And I want to thank everybody out there that is part of the Scaling Up Nation that allows things like that to happen. That just makes everybody here on the Scaling Up team so proud because we are getting so many accolades with the podcast. But I'm going to shift gears slightly, and I'm going to share some things with you that I consider personal victories for me in the year of 2023. Now, you might remember back on episode 325, we shared an inside look of what we do at the live event of the Rising Tide Mastermind. And we had the finalist of the TED Talk candidates. We did a TED Talk contest at the live event. 
And you get to hear each one of those members giving their finalist TED Talk, or TED-type talk, I should probably rather say. And that's episode 325. And in the very beginning of that, I inspired, or I tried to inspire, the entire mastermind by giving my TED-style talk. And that was on what I called the butterfly line. And you can listen to that, but it was all about how am I doing things And now, how are you doing things that get you out of your comfort zone? And I know you know what I'm talking about. We do things each and every day that are just comfortable for us to do. But occasionally, we'll do something that's either right on that butterfly line, which is that line right in between comfort and discomfort. And I know when I'm working on that line and I start getting butterflies on my stomach, I start getting nervous. Instead of that nervous feeling, I get excited because I know on the other side of that line, my circle of influence, my comfort level is getting larger. And I get excited about that. And I've had several opportunities this year to work on that butterfly line. One was giving that TED-style talk in front of the entire Rising Tide Mastermind and setting an example, if you will, since I was the very first one to go in front of everybody. So if you want to learn more about that, that was episode 325. But speaking of the butterfly line, I had such a great honor to work with the International Water Conference this year, and I was their keynote speaker. And that was just such an incredible experience. They asked me to do that. I graciously accepted, humbly accepted, And they told me why they selected me and some of the things that they thought I brought to the conference. And uh, they used some great words, and uh, it really made me feel like this podcast is really doing what I had hoped it would do so many years ago. And because of that, I got to speak in front of the entire International Water Conference on opening day, and I was the keynote speaker. So I will say above everything that I did this year, that was 100% one of the most fantastic experiences that I had. So thank you for everybody at the IWC. That was just a great experience, and it's my hope that I get to do some keynotes in 2024. I enjoyed it. I had so much great feedback from people that were in the audience. I can't wait to do that again. So who knows, maybe you will see me at an upcoming conference that you are attending. Well, another thing that I'll mention is uh, we launched our seventh group for the Rising Tide Mastermind. Of course, we started the Rising Tide Mastermind a little over four years ago. And I hoped it would be a success. Now with almost 80 members and a waiting list for group number eight, oh my goodness, it has grown past my wildest dreams. And I don't just mean in individuals, I mean in success. Folks, this is a group of people that get together on a regular basis to support each other. And they're all in the same industry and they help each other get further faster while having more fun. And we do all of those things and it is just amazing. If you've been to an Association of Water Technologies conference or an International Water Conference, um, you have seen Rising Tide Mastermind members walk through the convention hall 
and help each other with things that they know are going on in the other person's life and say, hey, you need to go see this booth because they can solve the issue that you brought to us. It brings a whole new dimension and they're just such a great group of people. So I wanna thank everybody out there in the Rising Tide Mastermind for having the faith to join the group. And that is something, you need a little bit of faith to join a group because you really, you wanna join, but you really don't know what you're joining until you get involved in it. And then these aren't people that are just involved. These are people that give more than they take. And every single member is like that. And that's why it is such an amazing group. Now, this is not meant to be an ad for the Rising Tide Mastermind, but I will tell you, if you're not a member of a mastermind group, become a member of a mastermind group. And maybe the Rising Tide is not right for you, but there are other groups like that out there. Life is hard to do it alone. Life is too short to do it alone. And it's very lonely to do it alone. So the mastermind group, whichever one you decide to join, allows you a group of people that are just coming together to make each other better and to have fun while you're doing that. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, you can go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind and read up a little bit more about the Rising Tide Mastermind, but just such an amazing group and uh, could not be more proud. Another event that I can't be more proud of is my lovely bride, Stacy and I celebrated 26 years of marriage this year. So you guys get to hear me every Friday. She gets to put up with me each and every day of her life. And we've done that for over 26 years. So that was amazing. And one of the things we are able to delightfully say on this podcast is on April 13th of this year, we adopted our son, Hayden. And that was just an amazing experience. And I got to share that not only with Mastermind members, but uh, with a lot of you in the Scaling Up Nation. So I just cannot think of a bigger thing that uh, tops the list than us adopting our son this year. A couple of other noteworthy items. As you might remember on episode 292, Scott Wolzniak he challenged me to read more books. And I read about 50 books a year, and I thought I was doing pretty well. When I was looking at his bio, he reads over 300. Now, if you haven't listened to episode 292, it was a great interview, but in one of the interview questions, I challenge him on reading 300 books a year because I'm always reading, and there's just no way that I felt that I could do that. And on the podcast episode, he starts playing for us his audible and it's on 3.5 speed and I couldn't make out anything within that audible recording and he was able to say every single word and he said he didn't get there by going to 1.0 speed to 3.5 speed he got there by going to 1.1 getting used to that and then going to 1.2 and getting used to that so he challenged me this year to, I was on 1.5 and I was happy with that. Well, I am now at 2.5. And I'll say, depending on the author, I might have to go up or down. But 2.5 is the regular speed that I do listen to books on the Audible platform. And I listened to 62 books this year. So not 300, but 12 more than last year. And here's the other thing. I only count books once. 
And there's a lot of books that I read again. In fact, that's one of the books I'm going to tell you about. And the most notable book that I read this year, it has nothing to do with water treatment. And you probably saw this documentary. It was called Band of Brothers. It was on HBO. It came out in the mid-90s, and it was just fantastic. So Major Dick Winters, which is the main character, he actually wrote a book. It was his memoirs, and it was a lot of things that were not in the documentary. They were all from his firsthand experience, and it was based on the fact that he and Stephen Abrams had correlated all these letters and all these documents over the entire history of the 506 Parachute Infantry Regiment. He calls it in the book 506 PIR. And it was all of these stories. He talks about it. And folks, it is amazing. He is one of the most humble leaders that I have ever listened to. I wish I got a chance to meet him. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2011. Uh, but one of probably the best leaders of our time, probably one of the most humble leaders of our time. And he was best known for being the commander of Easy Company of the 2nd Battalion. Again, that was the 506 Parachute Infantry Regiment, which is part of the 101st Airborne Division. Talk about an amazing book. And in the very end of the book, so he tells his entire story when he went to officer candidate school all the way from when Germany surrendered and he was possibly thinking about going over to Japan to when he finally got out of the army. So that's their, that entire story. And then he tells you what he thought being a good leader is. And I think this is just great information, no matter who you are. So here you go. Here is Major Dick Winner's top 10 principles for leadership success. Number one, strive to be a leader of character, competence, and courage. Number two, lead from the front. Say, follow me, and then lead the way. And I'm sure if you think of great leaders in your life, that's exactly what they did. They were leading you to do something. They weren't telling you to do something. They were leaders, and that puts the leader in leadership. Number three is stay in top physical shape. He talks about all the exercises that he did in his service time, and he said he saw many people get combat fatigue, and that is not a good thing. He describes it in the book, and if you were in the service, you know what that is. And he said one of the reasons that he was not fallen to that was because he was in top physical shape. And he says that physical stamina is the root of all mental toughness. So that was from him. Number four is develop your team. If you know your people are fair in setting realistic goals and expectation, leading by example, you will develop teamwork. Number five, delegate responsibility to your subordinates and let them do their job. So many times in his book, he said, I didn't worry about the details. These people were trained. I gave them an order and they carried out to do the end result. 
So you can't do a job good if you don't have a chance to use your imagination or your creativity. So you got to allow people the opportunity to use those items. Number six, anticipate problems and prepare to overcome obstacles. Don't wait until you get on the top of the ridge and then make up your mind. You're constantly anticipating the problems that you have. Number seven, and talk about a gentleman that embodies this, is remain humble. Don't worry about who receives the credit. Never let power or authority go to your head. Eight is take a moment of self-reflection. Look in the mirror every night and ask yourself if you did your best. Number nine is true satisfaction comes from getting the job done. The key to successful leaders is to earn respect, not just because of rank or position, but because you are a leader of character. And number 10 is hang tough. Never, ever, ever give up, he says. So there you go. There are the top 10 success principles for major Dick Winter. If you haven't seen Band of Brothers, I cannot recommend a better World War II documentary. And uh, I will tell you, I got to watch that with my personal hero, Lieutenant Commander Raymond Horner Blackmore, excuse me, Lieutenant Commander Dr. Raymond Horner Blackmore, my grandfather, he passed away when he was 98 years old. He was one year younger than Dick Winter, and he was in World War II, never talked about it. When he passed away, I found awards that he was decorated that I never knew about, but I got to watch Band of Brothers with him, and I got to share an experience with him that I would not have if I had not watched that documentary. So um, I know you are going to learn something. I know you're going to enjoy it. So there you go. There's my gift to you for the upcoming year. Uh, some other personal items. I decided to go on a health regimen this year. I lost 22 pounds. I'm able to run. I'm less out of breath. So uh, we always do New Year's resolutions that we are going to do something like that. And I'm happy to report here in December that was actually one that came true this year. Now, I ran a 5K about five years ago, and that was my last one because I didn't schedule my second one. So here we go, Scaling Up Nation. I'm going to commit to all of you that I am going to run at least one 5K this year. And I will say that we, of course, do the uh, Global World Vision 5K, but I really wasn't getting good times on that. I was more supporting the mission. That's something that we're really proud of as well. Each and every May, we uh, try to let the Scaling Up Nation know how they can bring an end to the global water crisis. And we do that with participating with uh, Team World Vision. And uh, we're, of course, going to be doing that in 2024 as well. Nation, this year was pretty cool. I got to meet three of people that I consider people that I really wanted to meet, people that have really helped me in either what they do or how they do it. And the first person was uh, Jane Kuchera. And she, of course, was episode 339, such an amazing woman. And she is one of those people that has forgotten more about reverse osmosis than I will probably ever know. And she knows the people that originally started making reverse osmosis what it is today. 
and has just had a hand in it for so long. I got to meet her at the International Water Conference. She was the conference chair. She was so gracious to me. And she actually brought a copy of her book. It's now in third edition. It's entitled Reverse Osmosis. And she not only gave it to me, she signed it for me. So Jane, thank you so much for that. It was such a pleasure meeting you. And uh, I can't wait to see you again at the next IWC. It was a pleasure meeting her. I also got to meet a gentleman that has helped me so much with how I speak, how I talk with other people, and the messages that I hear from him each and every Sunday. Uh, of course, I'm talking about our pastor, Andy Stanley. And you might say, well, he's your pastor and you haven't met him. Well, that's one of those churches that's really big. And we go to a satellite location. Well, I got to meet him at an event earlier this year. And not only that, he met my son, and the comments and uh, words that he spoke over my son were just amazing, and I can't thank him enough for that. I think he would be an amazing podcast guest. So um, whether you are a, a person of faith or not, just studying the way that Andy Stanley speaks and how he's able to cut through any gray area and allow whoever is listening to him to just get the message. He is by far, in my opinion, the best motivational speaker of our day. And uh, anyway, got to meet him this year. And uh, hopefully we will get him on the podcast. So uh, we're working on that. Hopefully uh, that'll happen soon. And maybe we'll talk about how do we make sure that we can speak on the same level that he does. What's his strategy for that? And the last person I'll mention that I got to meet this year, you might know him if you are a Food Network fan. So this is Alton Brown. Alton Brown is an Atlanta native, so we are neighbors. Of course, Atlanta is probably a 200-square-mile radius, so we don't live anywhere near each other. But I got to meet him at an event that he did earlier this year and uh, really enjoyed talking with him. For those of you who do not know who Alton Brown is, like I said, he was on the Food Network. And during an interview, I saw him describe his show. His show was called Good Eats. And it was a combination between Julia Child, which was probably the original cooking show, Mr. Wizard, which was a show that used to come on uh, when I was a kid. The guy's name was Don Herbert. And he would just teach science to kids. I used to love that show. And the final show was Monty Python. He said that his cooking show was a mixture of those three influences. And I have to tell you that that's a little bit my style as well. I grew up watching cooking shows. I lost my mom at an early age and I worked a lot with my grandmother. I was over there quite a bit and she enjoyed cooking and she taught me how to cook. And to this day, that is one of my favorite things to do. And just watching those shows and how people would teach people, I think that allowed me at a very early age to learn how I was going to teach people. And I always like to throw a little bit of fun stuff in there and try to be a little bit quirky. So maybe I don't quite do it as well as Mr. Alton Brown, but he's definitely an influence on me. So those are three people that I got to meet this year. 
And somebody that I have just enjoyed working with and, and met several years back is Kathleen Edelman. Of course, she has been on the show multiple times, and we're always trying to figure out how can we use kind words to motivate each other and learn the best words that we can speak. And of course, that is the temperaments. And if you search temperaments on the Scaling Up H2O website, you'll see that Kathleen has been here three times. And on those three times, she shares a little bit more and more about what we need to know when we communicate with each other, but also how we understand ourselves better. And the analogy that she uses is that if you don't have oxygen, you are not going to help very many people for very long on an airplane. That's why you put your oxygen mask on before you help other people in a low oxygen event on an airplane. So if you don't have it to give, you're not going to be able to give it. So she teaches you the temperaments for yourself first, and then she teaches you how to give it as a gift to other people. And she has taught me how to teach that to other people. And that has just been such an amazing journey because every time I teach it, I understand it a little bit better. And I cannot think of anything that I have done better for each one of my relationships than getting to know her material. And she has just launched a new book. Now, she's got a workbook that a lot of you probably have already done. And she's come up with a part two of the workbook, which is really just a book. So if you were wanting to read this as a regular book, or you wanted to do this in your company or with your family, or maybe there's a book club, you now have a book for that. So if you want to get a copy of that book, we made it really easy with an affiliate link for you, and that's uh, scalinguph2o.com forward slash I-S-T-H-H-T 2023. And I know that sounds very difficult. How am I going to remember that? But it's I said this, you heard that, all the initials, 2023. And we'll, of course, have that on our show notes page as well. Something I will mention that we have these affiliate links, and, and I want to thank you, the Scaling Up Nation, for this, because as you know, we've got to pay people, we've got to pay for services in order to put the podcast out. And whenever you order something from an affiliate link, it doesn't cost you a dime extra, but Amazon gives us a finder's fee, if you will for ordering that book or ordering something else. And then here's the cool thing. Anything else you order while you are logged in to that, since we brought you to that site, you might order a flat screen television. They actually give us a slight commission on that. So how cool is that? And so many people have gone to our affiliate links and uh, not only just made it easy for you to find whatever we were talking about, but help support us with that. So I want to give a shout out to all of you. I'm trying to think some other items that we did this year. Uh, well, uh, I've got a best friend since I was 14 years old. His name is Eric. He is not a water treater, but he listens to this podcast. And uh, we would do an annual scuba dive trip each and every year, and we stopped doing that after COVID, and our trip kept getting canceled. Well, I'm happy to report that he and I resumed our annual dive trip this year, and in September, we went off to Freeport, Texas, and did reef diving. Yes, they have reef diving in Texas, 
So about seven hours out was the trip that we had to go. We were right in the middle of the Gulf and we were at the Flower Gardens National Park. And there is just all this amazing coral right in the middle of the Gulf. I had no idea. And we actually went on a spawning trip. So we actually got to see coral spawn and I have never seen that before. I have well over 2000 scuba dives and I have never seen that before where I can now mark that off of my list. And one of the coolest things that we dove there, and by the way, I am a scuba dive instructor. I have taught hundreds of people how to breathe underwater and I absolutely love the sport. But with all the things that I've been doing, that's one thing that I haven't been doing as much of as I would like. So I'm hoping I get to change that in 2024. But if you are a scuba diver, consider Flower Gardens National Park. One of the coolest things I think I have ever dove was an oil rig. I had no idea, but underneath the waterline of those oil rigs out there in the Gulf are just amazing coral growth. And there's so much juvenile life out there. It's, it's just amazing. Uh, one of my favorite places to go is in the Dutch Caribbean. It's called Bonaire. And you go there because of all the juvenile life. It was almost like I was in Bonaire on an oil rig. So um, check that out if you are a scuba diver. It took a while to get to, little cramped quarters, uh, but it was definitely worth it. One of my most memorable dives. Of course, one of the things that I love doing each and every year, I have been doing this for so long and I look forward to it each and every year. I'm talking about the Association of Water Technologies technical training. And I got to participate in that last year get to see so many of you out there in the Scaling Up Nation. And I wanna make sure that you have on your calendars for next year. So on March 26th through 9th, we are going to be in Frisco, Texas. So kind of in the middle of the country. And then April 17th through 20th, we're gonna be in Cleveland, Ohio. So we're gonna be South Middle and Top Middle. So depending on where you are, hopefully you can go to one of those and I will see you there. I love doing that each and every year. Of course, I got to meet so many of you at the Association of Water Technologies Grand Rapids Convention. Go ahead and get on your calendar September 10th through 13th next year. We're going to be in Louisville, Kentucky, and there are a thousand ways to say Louisville whether it's Louisville, Louisville, however many other ways. So you will learn all of those ways if you go to Kentucky. And uh, we're hoping to do something special with the Rising Tide Mastermind right before then. And uh, it's just an amazing town. So hopefully you can do some sort of the tours that are around there with all the breweries that they do. I mentioned earlier what an honor it was to be the keynote speaker for the International Water Conference. So you might want to mark your calendars for Las Vegas, Nevada next year, November 3rd through 7th. Go ahead and get these things on your calendar so you can protect those. Uh, these are just some great conferences. And I can't say enough about the International Water Conference for how supportive they have been to the Scaling Up H2O podcast. Trying to think if there's anything else that I missed. Um, well, I want to thank all the people out there. One of the things that I love doing is facilitating meetings for companies. And there's so many Scaling Up Nation companies out there that I facilitate your annual or quarterly meetings. Or maybe we work on your core values or even some conflict resolution. Those are things that I love to do. 
And I've worked with so many companies out there. I want to thank you for that. It is probably my favorite thing to do in a working capacity. And I'm always trying to get people to get their certification. Well, I got a certification this year. I went in and got my ASSE 12,080 certification. And there are just so many ways that you can get that certification. You can go on to our website and we've got, uh, we've got several ways that you can do that. One, including going to the AWT technical training. Janet Stout has a great program. Matt Farigi has a great program and they are all great supporters of the Scaling Up H2O podcast. So we have plenty of information for you about that there. Nation, that is the year all wrapped up, and I am just so incredibly humbled to be able to have this podcast so I can do something like this each and every year. Of course, this would not be possible without you listening to this podcast, without you telling us what you want to hear, who you want us to interview. So if you ever have those ideas, please don't keep those to yourself. Make sure you go to scalinguph2o.com, go over to our show ideas page, and let us know all about that. Of course, one of the great things about all the conferences that we're now learning about is we are meeting so many new people to share their industry expert knowledge with you on this podcast. And we are almost half the year scheduled in guest recordings for next year. That is something that I never imagined. So that's one, the popularity of this show. I think people realize that this show commands a certain sort of respect that when you're on it, and so many people value listening to this show. So I just want to thank everybody out there, the guest, the staff, people that are part of the Scaling Up Nation. Thank you for all of that. Thank you for listening to me go on for over an hour about this podcast and things that I have done this year. It's my hope that this motivates you to go ahead and plan to go out in this year with a bang. What's something that you can check off your list that you've done well? Celebrate that. And how do you use that moving forward so you can get propulsion to get your goals accomplished in 2024? Well, I'm not quite done yet because we all know that we listen to James McDonald each and every episode. So here is the very last installment of Periodic Water Table with James. Hello and welcome to the Periodic Water Table with James, where we think and learn about water chemistry drop by drop. Please use your week to search online, ask your colleagues, or even pick up a book to learn more about each week's Periodic Water Table topic if you do, at the end of the year, you'll be 52 water chemistry smarter. So let's raise the water table of knowledge together and get started. Today's topic is... Cobalt. Why and how is cobalt used in industrial water treatment? What products do you use with cobalt in them? Can cobalt ever precipitate out of solution and cause problems? Under what conditions can this happen? Can cobalt in a product become a phalant or degradation catalyst for an RO membrane if used? Remember, knowledge is power, and taking the time to learn more about water chemistry each week will help make you a force to be reckoned with. Wait, that was only the 51st chemistry covered in the Periodic Water Table of James series. 
I promised 52. What gives? Well, with everything happening during Industrial Water Week on the podcast, we didn't have room for that week's edition. But don't worry, because the 52nd and last Periodic Water Table with James topic is none other than water, or H2O, or dihydrogen monoxide, or even oxidane, the IUPAC compliant name for water. There are many names for water. It has inspired art, poetry, music, architecture, comics, inventions, love, and more. It has helped both create and destroy civilizations. It is at the very heart of what you and I do every day as we practice the noble profession of industrial water treatment. It is water. How much do you know about water, though? Why is water a liquid at room temperature when other molecules of similar or even heavier molecular weights are gases? How does its density change with temperature? How conductive is pure water? Is water a stable molecule or does it ever disassociate? Have you taken out a steam table lately and looked at the trends as pressures and temperatures change? Take this opportunity to dig in and learn more about water, drop by drop. Remember, knowledge is power, and taking the time to learn more about water chemistry each week will help make you a force to be reckoned with. Be sure to post what you learn to social media and tag it with hashtag watertable23 and hashtag scalinguph2o. I look forward to learning more from you. And that was James McDonald signing out for the last installment of Periodic Water Table with James. Don't worry, James will be back next year. He is part of this podcast and he's going to have something new for you next week. Of course, he's not telling us what it is. We're going to have to all learn together. Until then, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2024. And I can't wait to talk to you in the new year. Take care, everybody. Do you wish you had your own private tutor to help you study for the Certified Water Technologist examination? Well, now you do. So many of you have asked me to help you with the mock CWT examination, and I've done that very thing. If you go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash CWT prep, again, that's scalinguph2o.com forward slash CWT prep, you will see that I've created a course and I tell you everything I know about each one of those mock questions. It's my hope that that helps give you the confidence you need to sign up to get certified today.